I thought he did an outstanding job. I thought, uh, I mean, this was about as nonpartisan as it could possibly be. I think the president rolled out great vision of the future as well as tremendous accomplishments of the past year. I found it to be very inspiring and unifying, and it's exciting to see that we have a commander-in-chief that's actually getting a lot done. I will defer to you. You were in the room. You say unifying. On the other hand, I saw the Democrats who sat on their hands for much of that. The president at one point, and in reference to the DACA kids, Americans are dreamers, too. That got a standing ovation from a lot of folks. Democrats, no reaction at all. It didn't look nonpartisan. It didn't look bipartisan, at least watch it on TV. Yeah, but, you know, there was really nothing in the speech that both Democrats and Republicans could not agree on. I mean, that's what I saw the same thing you saw, the Democrats sitting there, frowns on their faces, refusing to clap, refusing to stand, even for the flag and the national anthem. And one piece of great news after another, they just absolutely refused to stand. But the speech was not a partisan speech. It was all about America is great. America's are dreamers, too. Our economy is good. People are keeping more money. Our military is strong. We're protecting our veterans. We're all this just basic American type uh, stuff that he was talking about, and the Democrats refused to stand or clap, I think, ultimately, that's going to hurt them. All right. Uh, some of these Democrats you're going to need to work with. You're going to need votes on some of these issues, Congressman Jody Ice, especially as it relates to a deal on immigration, perhaps a deal on the DACA kids. First, I suppose we should ask you, the president said it again last night, uh, what would amount to amnesty for 1.8 million people who are in this country illegally? He says he wants that in exchange for, among other things, border security measures, funding for the wall. That's the deal. At least that's the negotiating stance at the moment. Where are you on that? Yeah, you know, that was one of those issues that I thought very clearly the president was trying to be very much unifying and reach to both sides of the aisle. He was offering to the Democrats 1.8 million people a pathway to citizenship, which is problematic to people like me. On the other hand, he was reaching out to the other side saying, we're not going to give a pathway without securing the border without dealing with chain migration, without dealing with the uh, uh, diversity uh, lottery program. And, you know, those things appeal to conservatives. So he was stepping in the middle, saying we're going to find middle ground that everyone can agree on, and we're going to get the job done. Again, the Democrats did nothing. So, uh, you know, I don't know what ultimately this is going to mean for the Democrat Party but I thought overall the president reached out to America, grabbed the hearts of Americans, and it was extremely inspiring. It was not, I don't think, a part of the speech, Congressman Heiss, but he was was noted leaving the floor, I think, in response to a question from one of your House colleagues. What are you going to do about that FISA memo? Are you going to release that FISA memo? I believe he said something to the effect of, yes, I am. Where are you on that? Oh, absolutely, he'll release it. And I'm one of those that have been urging him to release it and uh, for actually the committee to release it as well, which they did this past week. And Tim, I read the memo. I was stunned by it. I, I left just saying, wow, I cannot believe this information. The American people need to see this. And I think it, uh, uh, it's something that needs to come public. It in no way jeopardizes our national security. The American people need to see transparency in our government. And this memo needs to be released. I'm confident the president will do so. All right, you read it. What's, what's your takeaway? 
Well, obviously, I can't go into details with it. But again, I was just just like, wow, I cannot believe this type of thing could possibly happen with the FBI and some of these agencies and top officials within an agency like the FBI. And to think of the possibility of the American government spying on American citizens is unthinkable, and it certainly is something that we cannot, under any circumstance, tolerate. Congressman Jody Heiss with us. Uh, it's noted that, uh, and I've talked with all of these folks, I think we've got two Democrats who say they want to challenge you for your seat in the U.S. House, and a Republican had him in here uh, a few days ago, Joe Hunt from down there in Oconee County. Uh, primary opposition, general election opposition, if it comes to that. Uh, a lot of people got him for Jody Heiss in this election year. What do you make of that? Well, I think that's the makeup of the year. It certainly is not just me. We're seeing that all across the country. But, you know, one of the great things of our country, Tim, is that it is a, pe- a nation of we the people, and anyone has the right to step up to the plate and run for office. And I think it, uh, our country only works when we the people are involved. With it. So, you know, I'm not intimidated at all by people wanting to run. But, um, you know, I think we're... We've we've been out with the people. We're doing all we can to represent the 10th District, the greatest district in the country. And, um, you know, we're ready for a re-elect. Congressman Jody Heiss phoning in from D.C. this morning after the State of the Union speech. Thanks for your time this morning. Always glad to be with you, Tim. Thank you.